my last race was my final goodbye. I was so nervous. I used all of the emotion and all of the pain I was in. I skied with basically only my mind and my heart. Heart, 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 heart. I had nothing physically helping me. I literally, mind over matter, forced myself to the finish line and uh, was able to get a medal in my final race. Being able to perform better in different areas of our lives is something we'd all like to achieve. I am Cédric Dumont, and this is Mindset Win, the podcast from Red Bull that's all about developing a winning mental attitude. We'll be getting insights from world-class athletes, coaches, and managers, and applying these mental techniques to our daily lives so we can become better, more successful, but most importantly, more satisfied. In today's episode, we're thinking about how being successful doesn't rely on talent alone. Because it's often not the star students who become high achievers. More frequently, it's the talented people who keep coming back despite setbacks, who pull themselves up every time they fall, who work hard and finish what they start. Today we're exploring how to develop your passion and perseverance for your long-term goals. In other words, we'll be showing you how to grow your grit. Grit is a word we hear a lot, but what does it actually mean? Stick with us to find out, because at the end of the episode, I'll be breaking it down for you, and this time I'll help you understand what you need to improve your grit. My guest today is someone whose talent and grit has made her one of the most successful ski racers of all time. With an incredible 82 World Cup wins and Olympic gold and bronze medals to her name, Lindsay Vaughan is a bona fide sporting great. But hurtling down a mountain at speeds of up to 85 miles or 135 kilometers an hour is a high-risk pursuit. Throughout her stellar career, Lindsay came back from many dramatic crashes and painful injuries that might have spelled the end for other less determined athletes. Even in the very last race of her professional career, and despite a serious crash the week before, Lindsay's sheer grit got her back on the mountain and won her a bronze medal at the World Ski Championship. My name is Lindsay Vaughn. I am a former ski racer, uh, now entrepreneur, businesswoman. I started skiing when I was two and a half. I started racing when I was seven. My goal was to make the Olympics in 2002 when I was 17, which I did. And then I won my first World Cup when I was, I think, 19. I retired at 33. I had 82 wins, 20 World Cup Globes, eight World Championship medals. I think my biggest mental strength is overcoming adversity. I think I have a really high level of determination. You know, if I set my mind to something, I won't stop until I achieve it. My favorite book is Grit by Angela Duckworth, and she basically describes grit as the most successful people that she knows are not the smartest or the most talented but they're the people that are most determined and willing to make sacrifices to achieve their goals. So that's me. You know, I'm willing to sacrifice and continue to work 
long past what everyone else is willing to do in order to achieve my goals. It comes, I think, mainly from my mother. You know, she was the strongest person I knew, and it just wasn't ever a question, you know, whether I would work hard or whether I would pick myself back up if I fell. You know, it's just something that's ingrained in me from her. In Garmisch at the World Cup Finals, the overall title was on the line, and all I had to do was get to the finish and be top 15 in a downhill, which, you know, for me, it was, I could do that, you know, in my sleep. But I'm not that kind of person. I'm not gonna just ski to the bottom and see what place I get. I have to push myself to the limit. So I risked losing the overall title by trying to go for the win, and I got it, I won. Mentally, the thought of, I have to win, otherwise, like, that's the only option. So I guess it's unrelenting determination. What gets me through the mentally very challenging times is, is the why. You know, why do I want to do this? I want to go fast. You know, I love pushing myself to the limit and throwing myself down a mountain at 85 miles an hour and seeing what happens. I think when... You know, I'm faced with adversity. I always think about what is my goal? Where do I want to go? What do I want to do? And how I'm going to get there? And obviously when you have injuries or adversities, your path to your goal changes. But I always just reset my goals. You know, I figure out, okay, what is it going to take now to get to the top? You know, it's going to take six months, eight months, 10 months. You know, how long do I have to work to get back to where I want to go? The most pressure I've ever felt was the Olympics. I had just injured my shin. I didn't know if I was going to race. And it was in North America, so obviously that's added pressure. And I'd never won, you know, an Olympic medal. And I was 24, 25 years old. And so, yeah, I just felt an extreme amount of pressure. But I was able to perform because I thought of all of the times that I was disappointed all the times that I didn't make it and all the times that, you know, I had sacrificed, my family had sacrificed to get to that point. And I literally skied. I mean, I've never skied so hard in my life. I almost went off course probably four times. I remember coming to the finish line and seeing my time and just collapsing. I think out of joy, but also out of pure relief, you know, that after all the sacrifices my entire life, that I finally was able to achieve that. And my final race, that was how people were gonna remember me. You know, my last race was my final goodbye, and the last thing I wanted to do was crash. And the race before, and the Super G and the World Championships, I crashed. So I was so nervous. I used all of the emotion and all of the pain I was in. I had two braces. I had three fractures in my left leg. I had a bone bruise in my right leg. I felt like I was being held together by duct tape. I skied with basically only my mind and my heart. <laughs> Definitely physically, my body was not doing anything for me at that moment, but um, I willed myself to the finish line and I think that was probably one of my best achievements because I had nothing physically helping me. I literally 
mind over matter, forced myself to the finish line and uh, was able to get a medal in my final race. A medal in my final race. You know, it's really difficult to be able to not just keep yourself composed in competition, but also after your competition. And I think that's sometimes a truer testament of your mental strength is when you can lose and still be composed and still be a champion and still sign autographs and take pictures and smile. You know, that is very, very difficult to do, especially when you expect so much from yourself and, you know, you've had so much success to be able to, you know, keep that composure and understand what it means to be a champion, that's hard. I think there's so many things that I've learned from ski racing that have helped me in my life now. Specifically, being able to focus on one thing and being very driven and and goal-oriented and, you know, never giving up. I've got so many things going on and most people tell me that I'm nuts and I do too much and I'm too busy. But I enjoy that, you know, there's nothing that's going to replace ski racing, but I enjoy working hard. And that's why I think I enjoyed skiing so much is because I obviously love being on the mountain, but I, I got to really love the work that goes into being a champion. For me, 82 World Cup wins is different. You know, it's my story and it's been a life of joy, but also of sacrifice. And I have bled many times to get to 82 and I would do it all over again. The best advice I can give is to always believe in yourself. If you don't believe in you, then who else will? Whatever your dreams are, you just have to believe in yourself and work hard. And if you fall, just pick yourself back up and keep going. Well, Lindsay is, a, is an amazing athlete and she really has what I call the full package to succeed and become a world-class athlete. And that's really the, the main difference between good and great. I would even say between great and just exceptional. The first thing that really struck me was overcoming adversity and determination. And we all know that it's part of success, but it's, it might be one of the most important skill to have in order to succeed in disruptive times and in times of changes. Today we'll talk about grit. It's really a common trait for like highly successful people, for what I call game changers. It's, it's really willing to sacrifice everything in order to achieve your goals and having the courage to take action despite of fear and stress and anxiety and being able to bounce back from failure. I think my biggest mental strength is overcoming adversity. I think I have a really high level of determination. You know, if I set my mind to something, I won't stop until I achieve it. You know, I'm willing to sacrifice and continue to work long past what everyone else is willing to do in order to achieve my goals. Another interesting thing that really keeps coming back is the why. Why do you love pushing yourself? Why do you do what you do? 
And going back to this, like the purpose and why did you start this? And is really helping you, especially in difficult times, to refine the joy and the motivation of what you're doing and resetting goals when having setbacks. What gets me through the mentally very challenging times is is the why. You know, why do I want to do this? I want to go fast. You know, I love pushing myself to the limit and throwing myself down a mountain at 85 miles an hour and seeing what happens. Another sentence that really amazed me was like, the mental strength is really when you can lose and still stay and be composed. I really like that attitude because there's not one athlete, even the best ones, that are winning all the time. She talks about what she's done since retiring from competing and professional sports. And it's very interesting to see that every skill she has been using as a professional skier is very transferable to business and life in general. Being driven, having focus, having clear goals. And again, you can take the grit from high-level sports and athletes and transfer it to any area of our lives. I think there's so many things that I've learned from ski racing that have helped me in my life now. There's absolutely no doubt that Lindsay is an incredible athlete, but what made her a winner was her attitude. Even in her final race, when her body was absolutely broken, it was her mental strength that got her back up and over the finish line. Lindsay mentioned her favorite book, Grit, which is a New York Times bestseller, written by psychologist Angela Duckworth. In this book, Angela describes grit as the passion and perseverance for long-term goals. Because even though talent and luck are important to success, neither is enough without the grit to help you stay committed to your goal when the going gets tough. To try and understand grit a bit better, Angela Duckworth offers us two simple equations. She says, talent times effort equals skill. In other words, when you apply effort to talent, you develop your skill. So if you're a talented musician and you keep practicing, after a while you'll be able to play more and more complicated pieces of music. Talent times effort equals skill. Her next equation says skill times effort equals achievement. So to reach your goals, you need to keep on working hard and using your skills. To be the very best, even someone as talented and skilled as Lindsay Vaughan has to keep putting in the effort, training hard, competing and striving to win. So even when you're able to play more complicated pieces of music, you still need to strive towards something and give it everything in terms of preparation, whether that's an exam, a concert, or a recording session. Skill times effort equals achievement. What Angela Duckworth equations show us is that even though talent is important, effort is essential, and ultimately this is what makes the difference between being good and being great. Without effort, you won't reach your potential. And for many people, talent becomes another way of saying what might have been. 
Grit is a complex mental strength that can take a long time and a great deal of application to develop. So I'm not going to suggest there is an exercise which you can do while listening to the podcast that can magically make you as gritty as Lindsay Vaughn. Instead, we're just going to take a minute to focus on those two equations and show how they can be powerful in combating a real problem for those of us trying to get better at something, which is the dreaded plateau. Let's go back to those equations. Talent times effort equals skill. I think most of us understand this one. If you have a little bit of talent, then adding effort will multiply this into a real skill in a relatively short space of time. But if you don't have talent at all, then focusing your efforts on this may not give you the result you want. If you really have very little sense of rhythm, it's going to take a huge amount of effort to learn the drums. If you're the sort of person who grew up always tapping out of beat with pencils or knitting needles, you probably know that by putting the effort in, you can get to a decent level. The tougher question is, once you've reached a certain level, you've got skills, how do you go on improving? How do you mix it with the best? Even when the setbacks start coming and the competition is getting tougher. That's where our second equation comes in. Skill times effort equals achievement. We need to accept that just being skilled at something doesn't automatically mean you can pass an exam or make the first team or play in the concert. Skill on its own is not enough. We have to add effort to get to bigger things. And here is the problem. In any practice, you'll have periods where you don't see much improvement. And you find you're just cruising at a certain level but not seeing any change in your abilities. In other words, you're plateauing. And that flatlining is what grit can help you avoid. That's the moment where you need to multiply your efforts to maximize your achievements. Be honest. Do you have that feeling that you are plateauing in certain areas of your life? Are you struggling to put in the same amount of effort you did at the start because the early successes, the leaps in improvement, are not coming so easily. The feeling of plateauing can be really demoralizing, which is why going back to the equations and remembering there is no substitute for putting in the effort can be a great help. Effort involves lots of other mental strength, of course. And we don't have time to go through all these different areas now. But we've covered lots of these in earlier episodes of the podcast. So if, for example, you discover you need to be better at handling setbacks, check out the episode with Kate Corney, which is about persistence. Kate talked about how creating a personal mantra can help you when you need support to reach your goal. And in the episode with Mondo Duplantis, he reminded us of the importance of setting goals. In some ways, the smaller, the better, as a way of maintaining a growth mindset. Grit looks different for everyone, but with the right action plan, we all have the capacity to develop this quality over time. 
That's it for today on Mindset Win. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Your feedback is really important to us. So leave me a review and tell me what you think of the series so far. Don't forget to follow, subscribe and tell your friends. See you next time.